When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The game is over when the final buzzer sounds. The analysis ends when you say it does. This is Overtime Open Line. Interviews, analysis, and your opinion. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. And now, the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Here's Bouchard inside his own line. Off the right wing, side pass for Tanner. It goes into the Jets' end. Puck comes back to the blue line. Bouchard will wind up. He'll rip it in. Scores! What a shot by Bouchard! Evan Bouchard blasting away. Dylan Holloway with the deflection for the goal. That's the one that put it away tonight. 4-0, the Oilers win their preseason opener against the Winnipeg Jets. Three goals in a span of 4:29 in the third period. That's after Marcus Niemelainen scored way back in the first minute of the hockey game. It's a shared shutout. Stuart Skinner played a little over half the game for the Oilers. He makes 19 saves, and Calvin Pickard came in the rest of the way. He stopped 10 out of 10, so 4-0. The Oilers take it. Thanks a lot for joining us tonight. We're live in Studio 99 for Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line, along with Rob Brown. I'm Reed Wilkins. So 4-0, the Oilers win it, Rob. The, the, you know, they're always going for the win, but if, I think from uh, an observation perspective, some of the individual storylines are, are perhaps just as significant as the team success in the preseason. And uh, we'll start with Dylan Holloway because he was a big focus, well, not just on our on our face-off show, but uh, through a lot of camp and through the, the tournament and people have been keeping an eye on him. He went through the wrist injury, played in the AHL last year, briefly got an appearance in the playoffs. And... Uh, I, I don't know if I, I might be incorrect to say he was as advertised tonight because he might have been better than advertised. <laughs> well, it, it's the first time I, I've seen him live, and uh, there was a lot of hype uh, coming into the game, into the season, about what he's capable of doing, where he'll be in the lineup. Uh, I was impressed. Uh, every time he was on the ice, he was noticeable in a, in a positive way. Uh, he's, he's very fast. Uh, I know that this wasn't Winnipeg's best lineup, but the players they put out there could not contain him. He's uh, very heady. He makes good plays, smart plays. Uh, uh, he moves the puck well. He moves his feet. He's aggressive, uh, physical a couple times, two really good back checks. He was out there penalty killing, and I think that's one of the things that they're going to test him with here in the preseason. The Oilers' first power play unit is pretty well set. So if you're going to make the team as an offensive player, you've got to have other tools that you can bring forth. And I think the penalty killing is something he's capable of doing because he's smart. He understands the game. He can read the plays. Uh, yeah, as advertised or better than advertised, absolutely impressed with what he was able to do tonight. So Holloway gets a goal. He's plus two, 17-14. Ice time had six shots on goal. Another couple attempts blocked and one that missed the net. So nine shot attempts is pretty good uh, three hits three takeaways he went one out of two in the faceoff circle that is a, a pretty good line for him and, and again significant that he doesn't play on the perimeter I, I no. mean sure he got some shots from the outside when he has a, a second to split away but he but he tries to get into the net and, and he has the speed 
And again, we'll see how this goes for him, but but also the, the power to get into the net. I mean, some guys might be quick enough to get to the net, but then all of a sudden when they try, it's like, oh, I, I don't have the meat to get in there. <laughs> I mean, I think he has the, the power and the stride to get in there. And the third quality you need is the willingness. Yeah. Uh, there's there's players in the National Hockey League that have the size and the speed, but they're not willing to do it because it hurts. Uh, when you stay on the outside, you don't get it as much. When you go to the net uh, with at full speed, there's a chance you can get hammered. You can go into the goaltender, you can go into a post. Uh, there's big defensemen out there that are, their whole job is to stop you from doing that, yet you didn't see him back off. So uh, it, it was fun to watch. And there was twice in the first 20 minutes of the game where he put the puck in a spot and he just raced around the defenseman. He, there was no hesitation in his game. So it's it, it was nice to see. And I tell you, and I know that Bob... Stopper mentioned it a few times. All the other players were sitting up in the press box. And it was funny. If you walked down to the bathroom, you walked by, it seemed like 50 guys all sitting yeah. there in their suits. Uh, there's there's a couple players up there with some pretty high skill, and McDavid and Drysdale and Newton Hopkins, and they're looking down at this Holloway kid saying, huh, well, that's not a bad guy. I wouldn't mind having him on my wing. The ability that he has and, and the creativity that he has uh, and the willingness that he has to be a good hockey player, I think those players are going to say, hey, at one point, whether it's this season or going forward, he's a guy you're going to see in your top six, and he's going to be a very effective player. Well, and I asked Jay Woodcroft the question a couple of days ago, and he indicated that he, he would like to see Holloway at some point with mm -hmm. those guys in the preseason, whether it's a game, half a game, or whatever, and, and, and I would too. I, I, I mean, and you mentioned that thinking the game. Uh, I mean, we know McDavid and Dreisaitl think the game at, as, at an elite level as mm -hmm. well as having incredible skill. I'd love to see him get a chance up there. You know, can he be look as productive, as good as, as Yamamoto or Pugliarvi? And I'm not saying I'm not getting ahead of myself. I'm not saying he's just going to jump in and play that role, but Give him a little taste, see how it goes, see if there is a little bit of a connection there with one of those guys. Well, there will be at some point. At some point, whether it's this season or next, he's going to be a top six player. He's got that kind of skill level, and they didn't draft him to be on your third line. They drafted him because of what he can bring top end-wise. Uh, yeah, and this is, this is what we, we talked about before, you and I, and then Bob and I talked about at the end of the game is... Uh, making an impression and, and making it in a positive way and putting yourself in a position that the coaches have to make decisions. And all of a sudden, you have a player that has a slow preseason. Dylan Holloway jumps ahead of you in the depth chart. Now he's playing with Leon O'Connor. All right, let's go down to the Hall of Fame room. Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft. Sum up, what are you looking for in that, in that game You know, with a lot of young guys in the lineup? Yeah, well, we wanted to play with a lot of energy, first of all. Um, and I thought... Uh, I thought that showed up. I thought our pace was good. Um, a lot of the things that we worked on in our first three days uh, in practices showed up, and I thought that was excellent too. Um, there were some scrambly moments. I think you expect that in the first preseason game. Um, but there was a lot of good, and a lot of uh, players uh, laid down a, a really good first preseason game and are, are starting to stake their claim. One of those guys is, is Stuart Skinner, who you obviously know quite well from the last few years, and he talked uh, how he's really ready for the opportunity to be a regular NHL. He feels comfortable coming in because he feels like he has a job. What, what did you make of his performance and maybe throughout camp what you've seen from him? Yeah, I see a, you know, a very professional young man. He's still a young man, um, but he's hit all the necessary development ages along the way. He never skipped a step. Um, he's excelled at uh, 
at every stage. And uh, he's put a lot of work in in the summertime to take advantage of this opportunity. And uh, what I saw tonight was a goaltender who went out and made big saves when there were breakdowns. There were breakdowns. It's the first preseason game. Uh, he made big saves. I thought he was a big factor in our penalty kill, having the success it had tonight. Um, it's a good first, I think it was about 34 minutes, maybe 35 minutes for him. And, uh, you know, I thought Pickard went in and acquitted himself really well too. So uh, both guys should f be feeling good. Hey, uh, Dylan Holloway did very well in Penticton. Um, seemed like there was some carryover. What did you think of his of performance tonight? Yeah, I thought he was really good. Um, you know, obviously the powerful stride and his ability to separate from his check and I thought he was physical I thought he showed up in offensive chances for uh, he was a big reason the penalty kill had the success it did tonight I thought it was a good first game for him I thought that line uh, was an effective line for us tonight um, I felt good when they were on the ice there was a lot of they were a heavy line I think they were on for two goals for um, but Dylan certainly uh, had a good first preseason game. Yeah, it seemed like you kind of put him in a lot of different areas and, and you know, penalty kill, power play on, you know, if, if offensive zone faceoff following a, a guilt penalty. Um, was that kind of by design or, or how did you kind of go about doing that throughout the course? Yeah, of the I think that's what the preseason's about, right, is to especially when you're you don't have a full lineup so it's an opportunity for people to show what they have um put them in different types of situations um you know and i thought tonight allowed us to do that you're right we did we moved them around we moved them on different power play units in different spots um with a couple different line mates a couple different times i think this is the time of year to do that we did that with some other players as well that we wanted to see get different looks um, but like I said it was a good good first preseason game for him when you look at the blue line Jay uh, just you do the math and it looks like um, uh, but he's long he closes fast he's an excellent skater uh, he scored the goal tonight I wouldn't say that's necessarily his forte but um, you know he's he's put a lot of work in to put himself in the conversation to compete for ice time on the Edmonton Oilers blue line and I don't think he did anything tonight to take his name out of that hat he he put in a really good first preseason game as well is there a noticeable improvement in the puck skills I mean when you're a big guy like that that maybe takes a while at the pro level yeah notice something there yeah I I did um you know we gave him some things to think about to work on during the summertime uh, in our end of the year meeting with him uh, he had to he had to heal up some some injuries that he was dealing with last year as well but he spent a lot of time on his puck skills I also think it's a factor of just being more comfortable at this level the more games he plays at this level um, but you talk about someone who works his tail off, who brings a dimension to the table, um, and someone you know you're going to get an honest effort from night in and night out. That's Marcus Niemelainen. Jay, staying on the blue line, uh, we talked to Jason Demers, and he talked about how grateful he is for the opportunity to earn an spot with tryout what did you see from him and uh, what kind of things can he bring to the table should he want to earn an opening night roster spot? yeah I thought I thought JD was 
you know, very professional out there. I think he has a professional skill set. Obviously, you don't play 699 NHL games without uh, bringing something to the table. I think he moves pucks well. He has offensive instincts at the blue line. Um, he made a couple uh, good plays on breakouts for us. I thought that pair, we just were talking about Niemalainen, but that pair of Niemalainen and Demers was one of our, of our best ones tonight, and I felt good when they were both on the ice. Uh, what have you seen from Noah Philp in Penticton and then again tonight? Obviously, he made that great play on that one goal there. I would rewind it even back. I was impressed with watching our captain skates and and Noah's kind of progression um, you know I, I see someone I felt in Penticton uh, he was one of the older players there but he he acquitted himself well I think he's someone who processes the game properly I think he has a good shot an underrated shot I think he's a right-handed center iceman um, um, and I felt good as the game wore on today, and it was still a tight game heading into the third period, but I felt good when when I put him on the ice, and I actually threw him out in some special situations, and he did really well. So I'm happy for him. He's got to be really excited about that game. Coming back about uh, Jason Demers, he said that he owe you a lot for the chance he has to play this year here. So do you feel like you play a big role in, the air, in him coming here? Well, to me, it was... It made sense for our organization. It's not something that I I did anything more than analyze the situation and make a recommendation. And um, you know, I think with him being available, um, you know, coming to training camp on a pro tryout, to me, it it made sense for us. We had some right-handed D-men that were nicked up a little bit, um, and uh, you know, he, he's a person that comes to the arena every day with some juice to him. He's excited to be here. I think that that uh, serves him well in his quest to, to try and uh, make the most of this opportunity. He had a good first day or first preseason game. Now he's got to take advantage of uh, the day tomorrow, whatever that brings for him and get better. Um, Jay, I yep. know it's a little bit early, but would you say that game had a lot of the elements that you're looking for for your team to play this year? Uh, no goals against and not really a lot of grade A chances against as well. Yeah, I would say that that game today was at times scrambly both ways, um, but I thought it featured good goaltending, which we're counting on. I thought it featured uh, really good penalty killing, um, timely goal scoring. I thought it, and a lot of, as I said earlier, a lot of the things that we've been working on in practice in all areas of our game uh, showed up. So I think it's a good starting point heading into tomorrow night going on the road for the first time with, with a group. And uh, it's something to build off of, but like I said, that ends today. We're focused on tomorrow and, and making sure that we'll be the best we can be tomorrow. Jay, looking ahead to tomorrow, do you have a plan for your goaltending? And then do, do you kind of map out what roster you want almost for the four, four or five games this week right now? Yeah, you know, I think you have a rough uh, guideline of, of where you want to go with the amount of games for certain people and stuff like that. But you also account for 
are people that are playing well. It's a privilege to put on the Edmonton Oilers jersey, and and that's something that Ken has talked about right from his his first day, which is that we want the ability to put the the oil drop on uh, to be really special. Um, got a philosophy of earning the jersey. And that starts in Bakersfield and works its way up to Edmonton here. And, um, you know, so we're, we watch and pay attention to who's, who's playing well. And, and we want to give people that are earning it those opportunities. So would part of tomorrow's lineup decision be certain guys that you want to see? Maybe some guys will go back to back just to see kind of how they react with travel and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, you're going to see a couple guys go back to back. Um, it's part of making the most of their opportunity. It's hard. Training camp's a hard time of year. Tomorrow, I think, is going to be the... Uh, you know the the fifth straight day on the ice, and and for a guy who played tonight's game and then have to go into a morning skate and then travel and all that kind of stuff, it's difficult. But um, making the Edmonton Oilers is going to be difficult too. So uh, we're going to see what people are made of here. What did you make of Jake for Tannen tonight? I thought Jake was good. Uh, I thought that line was was good. Um, there's a heaviness to his game. Um, I thought uh, he went to some hard areas. Uh, when there were a lot of penalties, he didn't play a ton on the penalty kill or anything like that. But um, you know, it's a, he should feel good that that line was plus two, and he was he was a key member on it. Good. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft after a four nothing preseason win over the Winnipeg Jets this afternoon at Rogers Place. Uh, Skinner and P uh, Pickard splitting the shutout. And Skinner, another story. We know, barring something crazy and usual, he's going to be on the team. I mean, we're talking about Holloway, who, you know, still there's yep. work to be done there. Skinner's uh, darkly penciled in <laughs> as the backup goaltender to uh, Jack Campbell. I thought he was uh, pretty good tonight. I mean, 19 out of 19 in about 25 minutes uh, of work, and it looks like he's he's building on what he's been able to do the last couple of years. Yeah, it's baby steps. You pre or first you go through training camp, then you have preseason, and then later in preseason you start playing against better NHL teams, and then you get into the regular season. But, you know, step one was to have a good first couple of days of training camp. He did. Step two is come in and do what you're supposed to do in a game against a team that is, you know, it, it had maybe one or two NHL forwards on it, uh, go in there and play well. And he did. He looked comfortable. He looked confident. He uh, was never out of position. He moved the puck well when he had to. Uh, there was at no point did you think, ooh, he got lucky there. He seemed to be positioned well. Uh, it was a good start for him. And as the preseason moves on, he'll get more and more opportunities to prove himself and gain the trust of his teammates and the trust of the coaching staff that you don't have to, if he's supposed to be the backup, as Campbell will be the starter, you have the trust that you don't have to just put him in against teams that are backup type teams. You're going to play, oh, we have a tough weekend here. We're going to have to give the you know, the weaker team to Skinner. You want to earn the, 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 the trust that you can be put in against anybody, and that starts right here in the preseason. All right, so the Oilers take it 4 nothing. Whenever they get to 5, we do have the Japanese Village goal light back for another season. If the Oilers score 5 or more in a game, you can go to 630Ched.com and print up a coupon for a free appetizer to Japanese Village.
Do we have the uh, Stuart Skinner? We do. Uh, let's go down to the dressing room. Here's Stuart Skinner. I imagine it's nice to kind of get into one early and then have it go well early, just positive stuff. Yeah, it felt good. Uh, first five, ten minutes, you're kind of just getting your legs back into it. A little tiring the first, like, little bit, but once you got your legs underneath you, I, I felt pretty good. it at the same level I think uh, after every game you don't want to get too high on yourself and get too low uh, especially the first game uh, in preseason I thought it went well and I still have a lot of work to do and I felt that throughout the game uh, on some plays so just keep on working on the game you talked about the confidence and the work you put in in the summer does it feel different when you're in the Honestly, not a whole lot. Uh, it felt a little different just from all the things I worked on on the ice and uh, obviously a little bit off the ice. Uh, but all in all, I felt uh, pretty well the same. Um, definitely felt like I moved a little bit better because I was working on my skating a lot this summer. So that's that's nice to nice to feel. We came into the room tonight and it looked like Jack Campbell sitting here chatting with you. Um, what does he say to you? And it sounds like he's kind of made a real good effort to you know kind of extend that relationship and try and start building that already. Would you say between the two? Absolutely, yeah. He's awesome. Uh, very genuine uh, guy, as I said the other day. And um, yeah, he just came came over here to tell me congrats. Great first game. Thought he thought he thought that I uh, I looked calm out there, um, which is very nice to hear because sometimes it doesn't feel like that when you're on the ice. So it was nice to, uh, nice to hear it from his perspective because he was able to watch upstairs. So yeah, just lots of compliments. He's very uh, he likes complimenting. Have you ever had a, um, a goaltending partner that that cordial? I know. It's it's probably never that tense, but it seems really nice. Yeah, it's very nice. I've had a few. I, I've been very lucky with the goalies that I've had, um, you know, to play with. And this is just a, another guy that I'm uh, very, very happy and very grateful that I get to spend the, my time with him and uh, that I get to learn from him as well. Can you feel calm out there, Stuart? Uh, the jacket looked like you were calm, but did you feel it? Um, the first little bit, I felt like there's there some nerves, obviously, because the first game. You, you got to see the fans back again. Which was a lot of fun, and um, but after after a little bit, I started feeling more calming nerves, especially after the first save. I felt okay, my legs are underneath me, and let's just play some hockey. All right, that's Stuart Skinner scare, uh, shares the shutout with Calvin Pickard. Well, that, that's the key to being a goaltender. You've told me that. If you want a goalie back there, you better look calm. He yeah. doesn't feel calm. You have to look calm. <laughs> well, and that is that is so true. You could be nervous as hell, but you don't show it. Don't let the players on the bench know you're nervous because that makes them nervous. It's like when you're on an airplane. If the stewardesses look calm, then I look calm when you're going through any sort of turbulence. But if the stewardesses look a little harried, okay, I'm like, all right, do the seatbelt up, put the helmet on. This is going to be a long flight. So uh, Skinner was very good. Day preseason game number one, he was good. Now he gets to move on to the next one. All right, other NHL. NHL action on the scoreboard for Edmonton Trailer. Looking for parts, service, rentals, or new and used semi-trailers, head to edmontontrailer.com. Split squad, Flames and Canucks. So the Canucks home game has the Flames leading 2-0 in the third. The Flames home game has Calgary leading 1-0 in the second period. Blue Jackets up 4-1 on the Penguins in the third. Kings and Sharks tied 1-1 in the third. Okay, sorry, that was also split squad between the 
Penguins and the Blue Jackets. The game that's finished was a 3-2 win for Pittsburgh in overtime. You gotta love the preseason schedule. Yeah. Uh, Sabres over the Capitals, 4-3 in overtime. Wild beat the Avalanche, 3-2 in overtime. Ducks over the Coyotes, 3-2. And right here at Rogers Place, Edmonton, 4. Winnipeg, nothing. Dylan Holloway was great. You will hear from him when we get back to Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Boilers Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. This is the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Savage to move, move the puck up. Now Dubois to Perfetti on the left wing. His shot and a glove save made by Pickard as Perfetti quickly let that one go and Calvin Pickard was able to snare it out of the air. And Pickard also good tonight, 10 out of 10. Helping the Oilers get the shutout 4-0 over the Winnipeg Jets. That was your save of the game, courtesy Crystal Glass. Call 310-GLASS or visit crystalglass.ca. So Nima Leinen scores 41 seconds into the game. James Hamlin scores, and I want to talk about him in a second. Uh, Ryan McLeod scores. I, I, Rob, I don't know if I've ever specifically seen that. When a goalie is angling his body as if he's <laughs> going to shoot the puck away, and then the offensive player... It just taps it into the open net. I, I've seen where goaltenders have, have made a play on a puck and the, the player was just a little too quick. But this one, he, it was almost like he got into a baseball stance where he moved his body out so that when he swung, if McLeod got there, there was no body between him and the puck. So I thought Riddick, uh, he's weird, come a weird place today. The first goal shouldn't have gone in. Uh, you know, a nice shot by Nima Linen, but you don't score on a wrist shot from that far out with no screen. So that was a bad goal. And then just before one of the goals that went against, the puck got shot in from Nima Linen from his own blue line, bounced off the backboards, and Riddick turned around and almost put it into his own net and then kept his hand up and waited till Benson got all the way to the net and then put his hand on it at the last section, kind of taunting him. And then right after that was the weird one with McLeod. So to me, a, a, a big reason in this game that the Oilers won, now it's a preseason game and it doesn't matter as much, but goaltending was a difference. I don't think Riddick was very good in this game at all where the Edmonton Oilers got solid goaltending from both their guys. Yeah, uh, so McLeod from Fogel and Pugliarvi and then Holloway, the tip of the big shot from Bouchard to put it away. So Hamblin's goal was from uh, Demers and Philip. I thought Philip had some good moments as well. Very and, very and nice play he made on that goal. Yeah, and and Hamblin, whenever I see him play, and I said this to Bob, he's, he's like in the muck. He's one of those players that's like, oh, the puck follows him around. Well, no, it doesn't. He's, <laughs> he's, he's getting to where the, the puck is, and then that goal, I mean, he's just following the play, driving the net, bang, it's in. He's noticeable because of it, the energy that he brings, and it's funny when you talk about the players that we've talked about tonight a Holloway you're talking about him being noticed because he's going to be a top six player uh, Hamblin is never going to be there he's going to be a bottom six player he's going to be a bottom line player a third a fourth line guy but he understands you can have a nice living in the National Hockey League being a fourth line player just understand your role uh, get pucks out get pucks in be physical uh, whenever the camera is on the whistle make sure that you're part of that camera picture right yeah, they notice you at that point and he is yeah he's he's physical he takes a hit he's not a big man but he's always as you said in the muck he is noticeable and he's a guy that you know 
fans will cheer for but also teammates cheer for because it nothing has ever been handed i'm just guessing but i'm guessing nothing's ever been handed him saying here you go he's not a six foot four stud with blazing speed and a slap shot like nobody else he's a guy that's had to earn everything he's gotten so uh good on him for the showing he's had and uh, the coaches take notice of players like that and they take notice and mark it down and said here's a kid i like all right, so 4 nothing. the Oilers win it all season long. Our adjustment of the game will be pre uh, presented by Pro Drain Techs for peace of mind down the line. Dylan Holloway, big night for him. Here he is. Like, uh, you like you had your legs tonight. I know maybe sometimes it's nervous moments, but did you feel like you're glad that your feet seemed to be there? Yeah, no, I felt good tonight. Uh, legs felt really good. I think it was uh, a big part of it was just getting some games in in Penticton, kind of getting the game shape a little bit early. So, but yeah, legs felt good tonight. Did the uh, goal just you had a very good game? Yeah, thanks. Uh, either way, but uh, did the goal kind of make you feel like, oh, okay, you got a goal with it too? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I was just happy to win the game, uh, get the first one out of the way, and first preseason game is a win, so that's huge for the team. The media and the fans talk about your start, but how do you categorize your start so far with Penticton, the camp, and now tonight? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's been pretty good. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to play with some, some pretty good line mates, so I think they've helped me along the way, but feeling good so far, and just hopefully keep it going for the rest of the camp. It looked like Jay was kind of throwing a lot of the coaching staff. It was throwing a lot of different tests or opportunities your way. Did you feel that? Feel yeah. like you're getting into a lot of different types of uh, responsibilities. Yeah, no, it was awesome. I was able to uh, play in different kinds of situations all over the ice. He gave me a lot of opportunities, so um, I think it went well, and I'm just happy for, happy to, for the outcome of the game. When you look at training, you start in like, the playoffs, and mm -hmm. now you go, when I say not backwards, but you go to training camp for the first time. I wonder what sort of the whole process uh, is like for you, because it's the first chance to do this whole thing. Yeah, well, I got a little taste of it in the playoffs. I was able to be with the team. Um, I know it kind of uh, stay hungry over the summer, and then, yeah, my, my first camp, I think it's been, it's been pretty good. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, the guys have been great, and it's just been good to get back into the season. Taking the puck to the net, uh, it seems like it comes down to challenging the defenseman going wide. Yeah, I think it's definitely part of my game. Uh, I try to use my speed, my physicality uh, as best I can. But yeah, definitely as uh, as you go up the levels, it's a little harder to do that. Can you find yourself playing on adrenaline, or are you kind of reaching a level where this is kind of your watermark? Yeah, no, I, I like I, I like to think this is my watermark, so to speak. But um, I think a little adrenaline tonight, get the first one out of the way. But uh, yeah, it's definitely how I like to play. Uh, like talk, do you feel like this? You're making a statement, and do you, can you even take a second, take a step back, maybe enjoy a little bit of the success you have, or does it have to show up the next morning and know you got to be better? Yeah, I mean, we're only one preseason game deep. We've got seven more to go, so uh, trying not to get too high or too low and just uh, stay even keel and keep it going for the rest of the games here. All right, so that is Dylan Holloway wearing number 55 after he graciously gave up number 36, <laughs> which he didn't care about, to Jack Campbell and got a uh, steak and seafood meal out of it, as he explained on the face-off show. But, yeah, good show for Holloway. He's he's a big uh, storyline. I, I really, I, I look at most of the Oilers players, and, it, you know, it wasn't a perfect game, of course. Nope. It, it, there was a little scrambly at times, as Jay Woodcroft alluded to. There were a couple... Uh, uh, you know, both teams have you know some passes to nowhere at times because you're not quite on the same page. But I, I look at most of the Oilers' forwards and thought, okay, 
Everybody kind of did did something, whether it was physical play, smart play, uh, offensive chances. I thought from that group of 12, it was pretty solid night. It, it was, but in that group of 12, there's expectations are different for certain players. Uh, the expectations for Holloway were huge. Right. And, and, and he met them, if not exceeded them. And then you look down, there's certain players, a Burgo or something like that. The expectations aren't as high. You're just hoping for glimpses, glimpses of certain moments of the game where you, you do something, you show what you're capable of doing. I thought Benson had a pretty good game tonight, and he's a guy that's going to be fighting for a roster spot this year. He understands what his role is. Uh, but the one that, to me, it disappointed was Pliarvi. Um, he's a guy that should look good in games like this because he's got, uh, you know, 100 whatever so games under his belt. He's played at the National Hockey League level. Uh, he's a guy that's scheduled or, or, or ex expected or hoping to be a top six forward. Uh, he, he looked... Uh, he, he did not look, he did not have a strong game. Five times tonight at counter where he had the puck on the boards, he couldn't get out. Those are the details that the coaching staffs are going to be watching. They're not going to watch if you let go a great one-timer, if you make this great end-to-end -end rush. Uh, certain players have to do little things right to be able to keep themselves in the lineup, keep themselves in the spot they want. And yes, he didn't do that tonight. Two players are on PTOs, uh, Jake Vertanen mm -hmm. and uh, Jason Demers. Just wondering, I, I thought the mayors he was on that one power play and he had a couple of close calls. He clearly has some good vision there, uh, setting up those plays. Um, you know, for Tannen up front, Woodcroft was asking about he said he thought he had a, a pretty good game. Anything stand out for either of those two guys? No, they're both in tough, yeah. obviously. They've got a leapfrog uh, more than one player. They've got to leapfrog a few players to be able to get into the lineup. I think Demers is uh, he's a safety net in case any injuries happen in preseason, but he's also, I think the others are giving him a chance to say, okay, if you're not good enough to make our team here, the rest of the NHL is watching. So it's more or less, he's auditioning not only for the Oilers, but for everyone. And we've seen that here before where players have come out to the Oilers and actually signed, I think someone signed in Calgary. Oh, yeah. yeah, a few years ago. So this does happen. Uh, Vertanen, to me, he's a long shot simply because there's players that have got a history with the Oilers. So he's got to be He's got to be very, very good. He can't be just as good as someone else or, or just slightly better than that player because the other players have history with the coaching staff, history with the organization. Having said that, I thought both those players did play well tonight. All right, Oilers win at 4-0. Marcus Niemelainen got a goal. Several big hits. Here he is. Marcus, one of the things that you talked about uh, based off of last season is you want to be more poised and confident with the puck. Probably nice to have one early, but how did you kind of categorize that for you today? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> first shift and the first shots happened to win. But it was fun, though. I think I scored only one or two goals last year. So <laughs> Uh, how would you kind of assess your composure with the puck today? It looked like you were strong and confident only. Yeah, I think it was all right. There's still a little bit to improve, I guess, but uh, uh, a bit more comfortable than last year, I guess. It looked like hitting is just something like just puts a smile on your face. Is that something kind of you've always had that in your game and just are continuing to do it at this level? No, I didn't have that. <laughs> like five years ago, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I was just 
Not skilled enough, so you have to figure something else. <laughs> it seems that uh, you almost get as much joy out of throwing a big hit along the sidewall as you do as you know finding the back of the net on the first shift of the game. Is that sort of fair to say? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's so rare that I score a goal, so it's kind of more like a surprise effect. I don't know. <laughs> when you look at the depth chart on this or this decor, uh, there is a position to be had, and it could be one. Do you kind of think about that as kind of training camp progresses? Uh, I don't know. There's, just try to play as well as I can and then see what happens. So. All right, that's Marcus Niemelainen, who is, uh, how many hits did they credit him with? Six. He was he was good, Reed. I, I, I you always enjoy watching him play because he brings a physicality that we don't see a whole lot of in the National Hockey League. He looked more comfortable with the puck. Uh, I loved his interview there. He's funny. <laughs> uh, Why did he hit? Well, I didn't have any other skill sets. So I thought I better do this. Uh, but he is uh, again uh, probably a longer shot to make the team. But as we know in the National Hockey League, defensemen get hurt and they get hurt a lot. Uh, so the guys that are seven, eight, nine on the depth chart get a chance to play. Nima Linen uh, was very noticeable in a positive way in today's game. All right. So the Oilers win it four nothing. We're off and running. Well, Rob and I are off and trotting, half strolling. Yes, <laughs> loping along. <laughs> we're 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 loping out of the gate. That is uh, broadcast number one for the Oilers this season, a 4-0 preseason victory against the Winnipeg Jets. Skinner and Picard share the shutout. Niemelainen, Hamlin, McLeod, and Holloway score. We're right back at it tomorrow. Face-off show at 6, game at 8. Oilers at Seattle Kraken. And Bob Stoffer, of course, will have Oilers now from noon to 2. Big thanks to Troy Bowler, our game day engineer here at Rogers Place. And thanks to Angie Quinnell, our studio producer, back at 6.30 Chen. 4-0 Oilers win it. I'm having Rob Brown. I'm Reed Wilkins. Take care.